Welcome back to the Windy City Wire podcast. My name's Sam Tenaglia. Uh, it, today is Thursday, January 27th, and James and Owen are with me today. And James, we have some good news. The Bears have hired their general manager and head coach. The search is over. Um, run us through who they got. We're, are we happy? Are we upset? Are, do we know who these guys are? What are we thinking? Uh. We're happy to have some new names in 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 house. Uh, these guys uh, seem to come from nice backgrounds. Uh, Ryan Poles. We'll start off with the GM. And we uh, jumped James. right into the episode. Like Owen, how are you? James, how are you? I started out like just on fire. I, I'm yeah. doing well. I want to hear. I'm curious what James has to say. <laughs> All right. Yeah. No, I'm doing great, Sam. Thanks for asking. Thanks for, um, you know, we want to dive into this stuff. It's uh an important topic and um, it's been talked about for the last couple of weeks, but yeah, Ryan Poles uh, replacing Ryan Pace. So from the chiefs, a uh, young guy uh, seems to have an eye for talent, um, seems to enjoy football, uh, seems to be a leader, a guy who um, wants to you know lead this team and get, get us going again. And, People have said what they've said about him, and we'll see what happens. We'll see what his first couple moves are. And he made his made his made it with um, blues. Say that again. Sorry that that cut out on my end. Uh, Matt Eberflus. Eberflus. I see. And coach he's the, of the Colts defensive coordinator, correct? Or coach? No. Yeah, you're correct. Yeah. Colts okay. Defensive coordinator. Um, he's the guy leading the ship here. So. Um, a little bit of a surprise, but we talked about him last episode and we said that it was a possibility. So um, that's the little breakdown of those two guys. And um, I'm not overly excited, like over the top, like here we go, uh, 12 and four or whatever, but uh, we'll see what happens. I'm, I'm glad that we got some new guys in and um, hopefully they have a plan for Justin and, the weapons around him. How do you feel about it? I mean, Poles, I think his name came out of nowhere. We not mentioned his name over the last three or four shows when we were talking about this. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're happy with it. I, I think you have to be. Um, he's coming from a good background with the Chiefs. He was part of the scouting department when they got Patrick Mahomes. Um, and he survived three GMs, I think, three really good GMs in uh, in Kansas City. He used to be a bear. He was draft or is signed as an undrafted free agent. Um, he's only let's see, he's thirty six years old only. That's pretty good. So another young guy. We kind of, it seems like young guys are on the rise here with coaches, um, but maybe now general managers too. Uh, so I'm happy about it. I think he he has one Super Bowl ring right now, possibly two after this year, uh, and people are just praising polls uh just saying i mean even fields yates i don't know how much credibility he has with general manager talk um he said that's what i'm saying he's like field yates is like yeah this isn't a good hire by the bears this is an incredible hire by the bears like okay um i don't know like thanks for saying that yeah what does that mean i think the one thing that scares me is i feel like if we had this show in whenever we signed like Ryan Pace, 
we probably weren't going to talk about Ryan Pace either. He probably wasn't one of the names that was going to be brought up on our show. Um, but then he was signed, and everyone's like, oh, that's a great signing. Like, oh my gosh, like, him and Nagy, you're just going to kill it. And then, like, they sucked, so you never know. Um, it's Everyone's just weary, and it's the Bears, so it seems like it never works out. But this po- this Poles guy, Ryan Poles, uh, looks really good. And Eberflus, um, I I guess I rely on PTI um, a lot. I think Michael Wilbon's a smart guy um, for most things. Um, he said that Eberflus, uh, he doesn't really know yet. He's new. Eberflus kind of was a defensive coordinator. He The defense on the Colts was very good. He's going to come to Chicago, implement the 4-3 defensive scheme, which is different than 3-4. Yeah, I think the 4-3 is not as common in the league. Um, I'm not really sure about that. But, uh, yeah, Wilbon's like, yeah, it's good. Uh, we're just confident about it. He's not the worst one out there. Um, and we, I think it was down to uh, Dan Quinn, Jim Caldwell, and Eberflus. Uh, I didn't really want Dan Quinn. Um, and it seemed like a lot of people were against Jim Caldwell, even the Lions who let him go after a 9-7 and seven season a few years ago. Um, but, you know, it's our first defensive head coach since Lovey Smith. If you think about it, Mark Tressman, John, Fo- or John Fox, Mark Tressman, whichever whoever was first, and then it was Matt Nagy. So he's not being dubbed the offensive specialist. He's kind of a defensive guy, and it'll be interesting to see who he signs for offensive coordinator or polls does too. Who they want for OC and DC for uh, the Bears. That was my big rundown, my my rant about both the guys. So if you want more rant stuff, I have more stuff. So I do have a question in terms of offensive coordinator. I think what what type of offense do you guys think Justin Fields would do best in? I mean, do you want like a a run centric thing where you can be like a a Jimmy Garoppolo, or Alex Smith type game manager, or do you want him to be you know running the option? throwing the ball a lot, whipping the ball around, and being the reason they win games as opposed to the reason they don't lose games. James, yeah, go ahead. I'd like to see him – I'd I'd love if they just went to the the run game and just ran it 30 times and had him throw a few times. But that's not him. That's not, you know, Fields' game. So they're definitely going to hopefully move the pocket around, get him in play action – but establish a run, like, I still want that heavy run game. And I think that's what I said a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about this, and you were kind of like, oh, I offensive-minded, like, I want, like, a like, and I was like, I don't really want a gadget. And, of course, they went, of course, they didn't do what you wanted them to do. They went the defensive route. And, um, you know, maybe that's not bad, because this guy, conservative, rely on your defense, um, and Colts' defense has been good, so we'll see what happens. But it's Owen's question, play action established run and you know we just guys got to get open guys got to catch the ball that's that's priority one Mm -hmm. uh for me i think uh the one thing the rumble is rumbles i heard with the eberflus signing um was he was gonna bring kevin petulo he's the offensive coordinator for the eagles so nick sirianni the coach of the eagles right now and Patulo, they both left Indianapolis to join the Eagles. So Ibraflus might bring in Patulo to be the offensive coordinator. 
So we might have like an offense kind of like the Eagles are running right now with Jalen Hurts throwing the ball a little bit, running the ball. Um, I think that Justin Fields is could be a better quarterback than um, Hurts, but we'll have to see about that. Uh, but going back to this Eberflus hiring, I like it. And this was strictly Ryan Pohl's choice. This is a tweet from the Da Bears blog. Um, there were two distinct coaches or coach camps in the lead to Poles' hiring. Polian and George McCaskey, they wanted Caldwell. Um, Ted Phillips and the rest of the um, camps wanted Quinn, but it was Poles' decision. And that was the one thing he said that when he got hired, I want to have my say in who's going to be the head coach. And Poles wanted Eberflus, so... They're kind of working together already. It's it's that's a little bit more positive to me. And it seems it's like a, I like that he, uh, Eberflus is fifty one. Um, I don't know. It's Jim Caldwell. Like he has two Super Bowl rings with the Colts and the Ravens. But I really liked how the uh, Colts defense played with Darius Leonard and Eberflus is going to bring over the linebackers coach Darius Leonard. Very good on the defensive as a linebacker could translate to even better success for Roquan and other linebackers. Um, and I don't know. I just like the uh, compatibility that Poles liked Eberflus. Do you think um, Do you think there's a chance maybe – because I saw that tweet that was like Jim Caldwell's laid out that, or he brought in this whole this whole offensive like way to make fields like better. Could they bring in Caldwell as just the OC? Yeah, they technically could. Um, maybe another team will want Caldwell as a coach, but I don't think anyone was else was really interested with, to in, in him. Uh, I'd have Caldwell come in and coach the offense. Owen, what do you think about Caldwell? I know, I know the the Packers interviewed him a couple years ago. Um, when they fired McCarthy, so obviously he's got the, he's got a reputation. People respect him uh, in front offices, so. He's done something right. I mean, to look at the the Lions. I mean, obviously they're they've never been good, but how terrible they've been since he left. The fact that he made them somewhat respectable, I think, is very telling. So, I'd be surprised. I keep hearing his name. It comes up. It seems every every hiring cycle, but he never actually gets a job. So uh, that's just kind of odd to me. Yeah, I agree. Go for it, James. What about um, what about like. Are we get, are we just dipping on Sean Desai? Are we getting a new defensive coordinator? I I kind of don't want that. I thought the defense was good this year, um, but I think they're switching a new system and could be Poles and uh, Eberflus are working together. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I guess we are ditching Desai already. I w- I was thinking about it earlier. I was like, okay, so <laughs> Sean Desai comes on, joins the staff in a make or break year for Nagy face. <laughs> Kind of lead, the defense scuffles a little bit, but then picks it up. These guys get fired now. Decides out of a job. Uh, do you think he'll probably drop back down into Bears like into the Bears like organization somehow? But what about Lovey Smith? What about a guy who, you know, I I read something today that also said Lovey Smith might be an option for the defensive coordinator. I'm honestly out on the side. Like, f- give me Lovey Smith. Give me someone else. <laughs> really? Wow. Okay. Um, yeah. I I guess I I didn't like Lovey. I mean, he was a terrible coach at U- the University of Illinois. Um, but 
and I don't really see why we have to get rid of Desai after one year. Well, I don't know. I just don't know why it's being talked about. That's why I'm asking the question because I was like, I was seeing it and I was like, what's going on? Here? Another guy that is also, there's rumbles about him coming back to the Bears. And this is uh, a campaign led by Charles Tillman and Lance Briggs saying, please, please, please bring back Rod Merritt, or, yeah, Rod Marinelli from the Raiders as our defensive coordinator. So Tillman and Briggs want Marinelli back. Hmm. So here's who, here's what I want. I want someone who can bring Eddie Jackson back to life. And another thing to the head coach hiring. When people, oh, fuck, I just forgot what I was gonna say. Yeah, somebody just please resurrect Jackson. The last year was terrible. Oh no! Here it was. Here it was. If they were just gonna hire like a defensive minded coach. Why didn't they just go grab Vic Fangio and just bring him back as head coach? You know? Like, that's what I saw, and I was like, eh. But. Like, I guess you could, right now, if I had to give grades to the guys we signed, Pulse and uh, Eberflus, which are both named, it's now we have a Ryan and a Matt again. So we have a Ryan and a Matt, and then we fired the Ryan and Matt. Now we hired a Ryan and a Matt. So now are we going to, like, trade for Matt Ryan? Like, is that going to happen? Uh, just a joke. Um, I Yeah, I, I don't know what's going to happen. It's it's confusing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At least we got them. At least we got our guys. Now we just got to see what the Vikes do. Yeah. You'll see. But, uh, yeah, I mean... People were, uh, people liked it. But going back to the grades, I'd say polls, I like them. Because Chief's resume, he's done well there. I'd give that like a B, or a, a B and then a question mark. And Eberflus is literally just a question mark. Like, I, we all don't really know him. We We're both don't know either of these guys. So they could be good, they could be bad. So the question marks again with, uh, I guess we're in a question mark on year to come. But we'll see. I mean, hope should be good. We should, nobody should be upset. If we hired Caldwell today, people would be upset and some people would be happy. So it goes both ways with any new hiring, in my opinion. I'm happy. Yeah, I am too. Mm-hmm. As most fans should be. Oh, and any other thoughts, James? Any other thoughts? Oh, not really. I think uh, it's just it's hard to put a grade on it. Like, it's really <laughs> incomplete for both of them. And I think Question especially... Mark, yeah. You think about this, every year people talk about GM candidates, like, oh, this guy's good, and look who they drafted while he was there. I mean, you don't know that that was his guy that they drafted, you know, like Mahomes. You know Mahomes is his guy. Mm-hmm. It's it's just you don't know anything about these guys, and frankly, there's a good chance that you've never heard of any of these guys before they, their names get brought up. So yeah, it's just tough. It really is a waiting game. So. Mm-hmm. It, 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 we'll see. We'll see. And it, it seems as though if polls was uh, polls did make the decision to hire Eberflus, there'll be some, at least some uh, chemistry there. I know there was an article in the Athletic a couple weeks ago weeks ago about the the general disconnect in the Bears front office over the past fifteen years. So, if they just get that solved, I think the floor just becomes that much higher. Yeah, I mean it's it's the waiting game. You're right. Well, we. Just have to, I guess, stay positive and hope for the best. 
But you yeah. you do like that people are saying, like, this is a pretty good hire, but they also said the same thing about offensive specialist Matt Nagy, so you never know. Guru. Guru, yeah. Guru. <laughs> Classic. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll still be at games next year, and we'll see how it goes. They got to get Montgomery the ball, um, as always. But some they got to hire somebody that has to groom Justin Fields. We got to make this pick work. And now is uh, Tyree the... Is Tariq Cohen ever going to play football again, or do we do we know what's going on? He's been around the organization. I feel I've seen him in videos, and like he's got to come back next year. It's bizarre. Yeah, it's bizarre. I, I thought he was coming back this past year, but who knows? Yeah, we need him. We need him. Do we? We have like four running backs that are capable of starting technically. I got a couple, yeah, a couple of short, fast guys. Yeah. Herbert, <laughs> Damian Williams, he's, he's, Montgomery. He's different. He's he's an animal. Are we giving? Are we going with Allen Robinson? Like, yeah, get Allen Robinson. Get Allen Robinson off. There. I don't think he wanted to be there this year too. No. So then I think you can kind of tell. Yeah. So now we got Mooney. We got Mo- we got Mooney. Yeah, that's oh, pretty much Komet, it. Yeah, we got Comet. That's what I'm saying. Like, get T- Odell. Get Mike Williams. I don't. I don't really want Odell. I'm sorry. I mean, I guess he's good. He might win. He might score a touchdown this week. But I don't want him. I don't want. Also, with Antonio Brown, I don't know how anyone wants that guy. He's good player, but he's just as crazy. We're not even gonna get into that because it would be crazy of us. So. Um, yeah, don't, don't. Yeah, so, well, there's anything else to talk about the uh, Bears. We got Ryan Poles signing as the GM. We're positive about it. Matt Eberflus, E-B or Ebs, Matt, Matt Eberflus, defensive head coach. We're positive about it. We're looking, we're looking up. Any other thoughts? No, like, Flus, let's go. Yeah, Flus. Who knows? Who knows? So, yeah, but uh, Bears season is done. They'll start up again in probably May, June, whatever, training camp. Um, but there's still NFL going on. This upcoming weekend, it was at a fan- it was a fantastic weekend. One of the best weekends of all time this past weekend um, in the playoffs. Uh, James and Owen, I'm just going to let you guys go ahead here. I know you were watching on the games. I know you're betting on the games. Um, which was your favorite? Do you think it was one of the best weekends of all time? And just what did you like about it? Well, I would say that uh, it, there's, there's really one. I would like to say it was the best weekend of all time, but one game is kind of preventing me from doing that. Um, but I think the favorite one, obviously, was the Buffalo and Kansas City. Now we can have the argument about overtime rules we want to get into that but i think that was i think everything people expected it to be and maybe even more Um, but i mean the first three games ending in last second field goals the last game going into overtime it was it was awesome it was it was entertainment at its peak it was just nfl playoff football that's all you can say and owen i should have prefaced this conversation of the nfl playoffs with um an apology to you tough way for the packers to lose but i mean robbie gold technically owns you guys now um, so yeah, we're sorry about the Packers, but go 49ers, I guess. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not either. There's no reason to be sorry yeah. as a Bears fan. Um, one thing I'll say about that is 
what what is the most painful part of that game was just how predictable it was. I think if you asked any Packer fan who watched any amount of games this year how they would lose in the playoffs, special teams blunders would probably be the first thing that was said. Didn't you call it on the show last oh, week? I'm sure I did. I mean, it, I, the thing, I watched the team. That, that's how I was able to call it because they're just awful. They were 32nd in the NFL in special teams, and that doesn't even do justice to how bad they are. So, and and you know, also kind of frustrating is this is the first time I can ever remember them losing in the playoffs and it, it being impossible to blame the defense. And there's just no way you could blame the defense for what happened. So. I think the quarterback, especially the last two years, is kind of letting them down uh, come January. So mm-hmm. it's it's frustrating. It's it's certainly frustrating, but you know, kind of expected, and that's actually kind of makes it worse. Yeah, blocked blocked field goal, blocked punt for a touchdown. Um, yeah, it was a mess on special teams for you guys. It was. I don't know what I mean, what you is the game and they played the Bears, right? I mean that's that's what they do. It's crazy. Like what do you, what do you think's the main problem? I have not watched Packers games personally, but if you had to say one thing, what is it? Uh, I mean it's hard to say coaching because I think they've just churned through special teams coaches every year. I think it's just the emphasis. I, I just get the sense that the orgas- organization just does not place enough value on special teams, and that's what happens. I don't know. It's in, it's inexplicable. I mean, every year they're bad, but this year was especially atrocious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Packers lost. Robbie goal last second field goal. That was a, it was a rough game. It was snowy. Um, but other games, the Bengals beat the Titans. I think most of us picked the Titans to win. Um, I think, or and also next day Rams. Uh, they got out to a twenty-eight to three lead and. St- Pulled it out as the Bucks made a comeback. Tom Brady, he was fourteen and two in divisional playoff games, and he loses that one. Fourteen and three now, and yeah, the Chiefs and the Bills game was I one of the best games I've watched all season. Um, just a shootout, and yeah, we could go into a huge conversation as Owen said about the overtime rules, but we don't have to. So, James, what do you think was your favorite game? Uh. My favorite game, uh, the Niners uh, Packers game. It was just there's a defensive battle, and I don't know. Just watching it, I was just here. I want I wanted to talk about this, and I want to say something. Um, watching the game, I knew all along what was going to happen. Um, I never felt like I had the Niners. I had the Niners six. I had the Niners money line. I was comfortable. With the game, I, Jimmy Garoppolo game managed. He threw the pick on the two yard line, that egregious interception, um, and uh, I was frustrated. But they willed it out. They pulled it together, and then Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is he's overrated in my book um, a, a little bit. He hasn't really shown anybody anything recently. Besides losing and being a one seed, winning in the regular season and then losing. But I won't put, I can put some of the loss on him because they scored 10 points, but the special teams blunder, the blocked punt. I don't know how that happened. I saw the, re- that guy got pushed all the way back, blocked. And then, yeah, the field goal before half, I don't even know. That guy wasn't blocked. Like, I don't know how this happens. I don't know this, spe- like, I don't even know the special teams coach name, but Owen, has he been fired? 
Not yet, no. Um, but I mean, they were calling. People were calling for his firing, probably week two or week three. Uh, but yeah, whatever. Um, but I would say even with the special teams, even allowing a touchdown on special teams and getting three points taken off the board, there were still plenty of opportunities for the offense to just score one more touchdown and the game would just be over. I mean, they got it down in the red zone in the second half. They, they couldn't score a touchdown. They had to kick the field goal. Mercedes Lewis had the fumble that on the on their second drive of the game. They could have been up 14 nothing quick. And I think if they score, if it was 14 nothing. Yeah, in the first quarter, I think that game's probably over because then Jimmy G's got to throw it, and he was terrible. I mean, he was absolutely awful. Mm-hmm. Didn't matter. So he, he was bad. It was a tough game. Um, I will like after the game. Uh, I I went. I was I was in my room getting ready for bed, and I don't know. I just felt. Uh, I almost felt bad. Like I kind of, I kind of felt bad for you guys, and then I and then I re- slowly realized. <laughs> how you guys just make the playoffs every year. And then the social media clips of Packers fans being like, oh my, like walking out of Lambo, like they just, like they just lost the Super Bowl. It's like, you guys will be back. You guys are always there. Like, don't act like this is anything. I mean, yeah, Sam, you make that face. Yeah, they probably won't be back. But um, I don't know. I'm just, I'm done feeling sorry for them. You know, like, yeah, had your chance. It's, it sucks. And, Riley was Riley's been pretty upset about it, and um, you know Gavin too. But your mom must be devastated. Yeah, my mom was devastated. I laughed. I, I sent her. I laughed in her yeah. face. Um, but um, yeah, I, I told her I was I was I'm sorry the next day, and mm-hmm. um, they'll be fine. But yeah, real. Just I I wanted them to lose, but I don't know if I wanted them to lose like that. Well, the thing is, too, uh, at least in my opinion, I, I don't even know if you could put this in, like, the top five most devastating playoff losses they've had since 2010. Like, every time they lose in the playoffs, it is devastating. So It's, it's usually just, a, like, a blowout and, like, you know, like, nothing, like... Well, the blowouts are fine, I think. The worst one was Seattle in 2014. Um, the game against Arizona where they had the two Hail Marys. Um, yeah. Jeff Janis had 104 yards receiving on the final possession, uh, and they immediately lose the coin toss and blow a coverage and lose in overtime. That was bad. Uh, the game in Arizona in 2009 it was 51-45. to 45. Uh, They went to overtime. Kurt Warner, I think, had two incompletions or something. That was awful. Um, they got boat raced by San Francisco two years ago. So I, I, I don't – it's just <laughs> – like last year was terrible and I was just my confidence is lower than it's ever been. I'm just numb to it. I mean I wasn't nearly as upset as my dad was, so that's saying something. Oh god. <laughs> it was it was eerie walking out of that building, I will say that. It was a uncomfortable atmosphere. But I mean, what are you gonna do? I think if you're pulling me today, I, I think Rogers and I think twelve and seventeen are both gone, if I had to say. And it is what it is. I I, I think that with ha- with Hackett going to the Broncos, I think Rodgers might go there, but I don't I don't see Devontae going there. I think well, if, if Rodgers leaves, and imagine, I mean, they can franchise tag, they can tag and trade Devontae, yeah. maybe get something for him, and that that would really kickstart a rebuild if that's what they want to do. But I think other than that, they have a pretty strong roster. They got some good young guys on defense, but. And I, I think 12's gone. I'm kind of come to terms with it, and I'm kind of ready to move on after that, especially this last playoff game. I put on him more than any other playoff loss he's had. So, 
Yeah. Is your next guy up Jordan Love, or would you get somebody else? I think for next year it would have to be. Uh, I'm not convinced he's any good, but, I mean, that's kind of their options. And then if they're bad, they get a bunch of high picks and move on from there and see if they can get a guy. But mm-hmm. I, you don't know. I mean, he's played, what, six quarters of football. You don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it was, I mean, tough loss. How many targets did Devontae Adams had? Because well, like, I mean, if I, mean, I was the quarterback, I would just throw him the ball all the time. But Alan, Alan Lazard was open on that last pass, that long pass to Devontae on the last drive. Yeah, well, I think the other part that's frustrating is the first drive. They just walked right down the field without any resistance at all. I mean, it was just so easy. Yeah, yeah. and I'm like, <laughs> I was, just, I was, I was ready to call it. I was like, this is fucked. Like, holy shit. And then, but oh, and like. He only threw to – he didn't really – once it got late in the game, he really didn't look at anyone. And I remember this one drive, I think it was in the fourth quarter, they threw it deep like once. Then they threw it deep – they threw it deep on second down maybe, and then they threw it deep on third down and like incomplete, like no game management. And I'm like, LaFleur, like maybe call some runs. Maybe throw beef – maybe throw A.J. Dillon in, a guy who like – he was hurt. made for the snow and let him run. Like, oh, yeah, that's another special teams bonus. A.J. Dillon breaking a rib, covering a kick. That's just a... Why is he out there? Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. know. <laughs> that's I bad. can't explain it. Yeah, but it, it, I think they started after that first drive. I guess there must have been some adjustments that got made because that was incredibly easy. And I thought the same thing. Like, oh, my God. There's, they're not going to be able to stop him. And they stopped him every single time after that. And doesn't make any sense, and I'm I'm just kind of glad it's over. Yeah, you guys don't have to worry about Eric Armstead this week, so don't have to worry about that. He was a menace. That was the, I didn't watch any of the game. I watched the last minute. Um, didn't catch most of it, but yeah, it looked not thrilling and very heartbreaking, and for sure to be there in person must have been very tough. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I would have to say it's not as bad as the double doink. So you weren't you weren't at that one. No, I was not. But yeah. I mean, that was one game. Whereas this is playoff failure. That's number true. Nine. So I I still go back to the onside kick. Uh, who was it versus Seahawks? And who I don't know yep. who dropped it. Yep. That was that it was, was uh, that was Boston. one of the worst. That was one of the worst. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that's that's another example of just poor game management. They're up what nineteen to seven with four minutes left. Yeah. They couldn't get a first down. I think that's what a case where just literally one first down could have won the game. They couldn't do it. So mm-hmm. Mike McCarthy also, I think first two drives of the game, kind of on a tangent here. Uh, they got down to like the two yard line, I think settled for two field goals. So that's how you lose a game in the playoffs. And Mike McCarthy is kind of inventing new ways to do that now in Dallas, but that's where he got most of his practice in, in Green Bay. So, Yeah, it's a tough one. Uh, t- tough for you, good for Bears fans, and good for everyone who doesn't like Aaron Rodgers, I guess. Yeah, just the, the amount of just anti-vax jokes and, like, every, everyone coming after him. And, you know, po- like, you know, poor guy, but, like, fuck that guy. Like, yeah, I'm sick of him. Uh, he's tortured me for uh, a decade. Um I'm done with him. Uh, he he uh, he didn't perform. Like that's unacceptable. Like I mean, it's if he played well, it's a different story. But he was one of the reasons, if not the main reason, they lost. So that I mean, I think all the criticism is founded. Aaron Jones was your leading wide rec- or like leading receiver. Just weird, weird game. He had like over like 
150 yards or maybe just nine, 90 or something like that. I don't even know. Well, he had a, like a 75-yard catch. Yeah, he did. So, yeah, where he weaved back into traffic. Like, I don't know what – Yeah. people were calling that like a rig on on betting <laughs> on betting slips and stuff. I was like, I don't – I think he just adjusted. I think he thought he was going to score. That's what I think. Mm-hmm. And he did. And it cost him about 40 seconds, and they ended up getting a field goal block. Yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah, so that was a tough one. That was the nightcap on Saturday. Uh, day game was the Bengals and Titans. Bengals look good on offense. They're going to be playing the Kansas City Chiefs this Sunday. Um, the Chiefs beat the Bills in overtime. Came There was like 24 points or something scored in like the last two and a half minutes of the Bills-Chiefs game. Uh, just absurd on Sunday night or Sunday at 5 o'clock or whatever. Um and yeah, I, I, I really wanted the Bills. It was a tough loss. And what was that defense with 13 seconds left? I think that's oh, something yeah. we talked about. If yeah. you wanted the other team to get a chance to score, those are the two play calls you would have. It, Why are you playing three-man deep, in my opinion? I wouldn't. I mean, they, they were playing like, and I think I saw this on Twitter, they were playing as if the Chiefs had no timeouts, which was just not the case. Yeah. So I, I don't... That's why I don't feel bad. Like That's why everyone's like, oh, like... They didn't get the toss. Like, they don't get a chance. Like, we they can get in the overtime they rules. They a toss, yeah. It's yeah. just like you had the game. Like, it, what kind of coaching? So, I don't feel bad. And everyone who's like, oh, Josh Allen, like, well, no, like, cry about it. 13 seconds. You Are you joking? Like, if this happened to the Bears, Sam, oh, my. Oh, my. But, you know, let's get in the overtime rules, though. Sam, give me Oh, we are getting rules. into it. Okay. Um, obviously, obviously they should let both teams have a shot. I mean, there's no question about it. Like in the MLB, if the away team scores in the ninth, like the home team obviously should have a chance. And they do. Yeah. So it's stupid in the NFL. Like in my opinion, I, maybe college overtime's not meant for the NFL, but still like let them go full field and if they score a touchdown the other team has to score a touchdown if they score a field goal score a touchdown the different rules in the playoffs too like continuous overtime in the nhl maybe they play just another like 10 minute quarter in the nfl maybe that's the solution yeah but it's it's got to be something different than what it is now because i think i saw a stat and ian rapaport tweeted it out where under the current overtime rules the team who won the coin toss has won 10 out of 11 games in the playoffs Mm mm-hmm Jeez. That's not that's not good. You're deciding a season on a coin toss. Yeah, that's, that's, no. that's true. It's not football. Yeah, I like the and idea of just having an extra 10-minute quarter. Like, just play it out. Wasn't it? Uh, yeah, I agree with that, having, like, a 10-minute or even 15-minute, another full quarter. But wasn't it, like, a couple – like, not a couple years ago, but, like, a few years ago where um, – it was field goal. Yeah, sudden death. Sudden death overtime. <laughs> like, what are we doing? Like, I know. Thank God they changed that. Even like, it used to just be a field goal and you win. Yeah, like that's thir- like forty. You have to get thirty-five yards. You're there <laughs> and yeah. ball game. Uh, I just yeah. Oh, what year was it? Like two thousand six, two thousand seven. We want the ball. We're gonna score. Matt Hasselbeck, yeah. Al Harris, Six, yeah. killer, yeah, yeah, but yeah, no, the offensive, or the uh, overtime rules totally need to get changed, like, 
it just can't happen. You keep it the same in the in if you want games to go faster in the regular season, but you gotta change it for the playoffs. I agree. All right. Uh, and I guess the Rams are going to be playing the uh, 49ers, a Week 17 matchup. The 49ers have had the Rams number over uh, the last few years, I think. I mean, they the 49ers beat the Rams in Week 17. Uh, what do you guys think is going to come? We can get, Let's get into game picks. So Chiefs and Bengals and Rams and 49ers, what are we thinking? I'll go first. Um Obviously, I think most people, most of America, would like to see the Bengals win. I, I just don't think they can do it. Uh, as much as I'd like them to, I think I think the Chiefs are just too much. Uh, so I'd probably take the Chiefs. I don't know what the spread is on that game. Do you know off the top of your head? Mm-hmm. I'll look it up. And then as for the other game, I, I'm, I'm tempted to go with the Niners straight up. I, I think they've played the Rams incredibly well. I think, what, the last six games they've won? They beat them a couple weeks ago in week uh, 18. I think they can do it again. They're playing well. Jimmy G's terrible, but they're Shanahan's doing a tremendous job of uh, kind of protecting him from himself. So Yeah, like, it's insane. Like, I don't know. He just wins games. Cover spreads. He's <laughs> the magic man. Um, all right, Bengals, Chiefs. Um, I wish, I hope the Bengals win, but what is it, Sam? Uh, lines for Bengals Chiefs are Chiefs or Kansas City's minus seven. Uh, over under is fifty four and a half. Um, let's see, money line is Cincinnati plus two seventy. Uh, Kansas City's minus three forty. Bengals are six and zero against the spread in the last six games. Yeah, Bengals plus seven, hammer. I'm taking the over too. Like, I'm told. I think they're gonna score a bunch of points. Like it, yeah. Um, and who's your pick for Rams 49ers? Oh, um, yeah, I, I think I just ride with the night. I think Jimmy G, but uh, I mean, Debo Samuel is pretty much neutralized. Like, Packers defense, Packers defense came to play and uh, he did an incredible game, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they got Rashawn Gary was awesome. I know that was crazy, so I just, just put to waste. <laughs> Just own just in disbelief over It's just incredible. Okay. Right? How many years have people been complaining about all oh, Rogers? Imagine if he had a defense in the playoffs, so many Super Bowls he would have won. And the defense just plays out of their mind and he can't muster fourteen points. <laughs> just yeah, full no, circle. Niners money line, um Niners Bengals Super Bowl, hopefully, but they're it's obvious it's gonna be Chiefs Rams like that's what the NFL wants. I think America would love Joe Burrow in the Super Bowl. That's what America wants to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, lines. Uh, what well, do you think? For for me, uh, I I want the Bengals. I'm I'm gonna take the Bengals. I'll bet on them. Don't think it's gonna happen, but I'll ride with it. Um, I think the spread happens. I think the over happens for that game. Um, why not? But 49ers-Rams, I'm also thinking 49ers. And the, so it's minus three or three and a half for L.A. Uh, Over-under is 46. Um, San Francisco's plus 150. So, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if it'll go over or under, but I would say under. Um, and, yeah, I'll go San Francisco, too. It, the Rams are 6-2 and two against the spread in their last eight games. 49ers... 
are 5-1 against the spread in their last six games as road underdogs. So, yeah, who knows? So, it'll be good. I, I like I like the 49ers defense a lot. I like it. Debo, I like him too. It's going to be in L.A., I believe. Yep. Um, so, inside, no worry about... Uh, any weather or anything. So, yeah, that'll be interesting. And then the game in, will be in Cincinnati. I don't know the weather conditions for that one, but I, I, I assume it'll be high scoring. Yeah. All right. Well, any other thoughts on that, guys? Who do you think is going to win the Super Bowl? Unfortunately, I would say as it stands right now, I would think Kansas City. That's what I probably want to see the least. Mm-hmm. Um, Does everybody want, want them, that? Uh, like everybody, pretty much wants. Nobody wants to see Kansas. It's it's like it's the fatigue. It's like New yeah. England making the Super Bowl every year. You don't you don't want to mm-hmm. see it anymore. You've seen it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, especially the stinker they put up last year in the Super Bowl. So, I mean, I think in the perfect world, Joe Burrow gets a Super Bowl Super Bowl ring, but we shall see. Yeah, we'll see. But yeah, I think everyone want everyone does not want the Chiefs. But yeah, I think I think they're gonna be the favorites. But hey, 49ers, go defense. Go Debo. Go Debo. Having a great year. Ride him. Yeah. James, what do you think? Um Yeah. It, I mean she it's I'll just go I'll go Rams. I think Rams probably if the nine if they beat the Niners, but I want the Niners, but if it is the Niners and the Bengals, who do you want? If it's Niners Bengals, then mm, mm, probably Jimmy G because everyone's just gonna blow Burrow for like a week that leads up to it, and I'm gonna get annoyed by it. Yeah, I don't even watch ESPN anymore. It's pretty much just Cowboys, Dan Quinn, Lakers, Bro. Brady. It's so stupid. I was watching on t- on a TV in a restaurant today, and there was a breaking news update on the bottom of the screen. It was uh, LeBron James out tonight with ankle injury. Oh my goodness! I don't. Really? I just don't care at all. I'm sorry, ESPN. I don't. Are you serious? I yeah. I try to watch PTI every day because you know why well, have time? Why not? Um, I think Michael Wilbon refer- tries to reference every show. Well, the network we work for, they sure do talk about one NBA player way too much. And yeah, they sure do. Um, I think the Lakers, are gonna, they were losing tonight last time I checked. So, And Russell Westbrook's terrible, but we, we will not go into that today. Yeah. Um, the last, um, yeah, are we done with game picks and everything? I have one other coaching, um, or I just have a coaching thing. Go for it. Um. So now that like Nathaniel Hackett's like moved on to the Broncos, there's one guy that comes to mind to fill this Packers OC. <clears throat> and maybe it's a guy who needs a second bite at the apple. And he, I think, I think, I think you call Matt Nagy. I think you get Nagy on the phone, get him up in Green Bay, him and LaFleur. <laughs> Well, he's proven himself. He's a brilliant coordinator. You saw what he did in Kansas City. So, <laughs> as long as he's not the head coach, I think he'll do very, very well. He's a genius. He's a guru. He'll, he'll groom Jordan Love, I'm sure. Maybe they just hire Adam Gase. Maybe they'll just do that instead. I saw I saw that on uh, Twitter, that nagged to the Packers, and I had to bring it up. But... <laughs> 
it wouldn't surprise me that they if if they do the, do that they probably won't but like just to like just screw the bears like yeah this guy's actually good what you got what are you guys doing so <laughs> oh i could just follow the route of every other disgraced former offensive coordinator and become an offensive assistant in alabama isn't that what they kind of do now mm-hmm. or work for lane kiffin yeah yeah yeah, I yeah. nfl um all right any other thoughts on the nfl guys coaching playoffs players Got any bets going on this weekend? You looked at any player props? Not yet. No. All right, well, we'll maybe post them on our Instagram if we do think of any. Probably not because all Sam does is just lose bets. I finally stopped us. Like, I stopped my 0 for 13 streak yesterday. Hashtag Suns. Yeah. Um, All right, so, yeah, that's football. A lot of stuff. Happy for the Bears, and we'll see who uh, comes out of these big playoff games. These are the championships going to the Super Bowl this weekend, so we'll see. All right, um, we could step into some Bulls real quick because some of it involves the Milwaukee Bucks. We'll do that, and then we'll talk. uh, We're at 45 minutes on the show, so we'll wrap it up pretty quickly here. We'll do a little bit of Bulls talk, and then we'll talk um, just a little bit about the MLB. I got a few questions for you guys. So, James, go ahead with Bulls. Yeah, I mean, Grayson Allen just uh, injured Alex Caruso, who just got back from injury um, in a dirty play. Uh, not, I mean, Grayson Allen, Duke kid, uh, classic, you know, dickhead. But uh, he injured Caruso. Uh, he brought him down. He broke his wrist. And uh, now, you know, the Bulls are back in injury BS. Um, Owen's a Bucks fan. Like, thanks, Owen. But, uh, Sam, what do you think? Oh, I think I thought it was, I thought it was terrible. Um, I mean, Grayson Allen's been getting away with this garbage yeah, since he's ridiculous. been at Duke with the tripping and the just, like, bad fouls. And Coach K, like, yeah, you know, we'll talk to him. I, it just it never ends, and they suspended him for one game, and then the Bulls or the Bucks came out with a statement saying like, "We strongly disagree with this one game suspension." Like he could have like ended Caruso's career right there. He was going up for a layup. For those who hadn't seen it, he was Caruso was going up for a layup. Grayson Allen just takes out his shoulders. Caruso lands on his side on his arm. Um, like breaks his wrist is out six to eight weeks, like every single person on the Bulls right now. Um, and it was terrible. Owen, please, what do you think? I mean, I think I'm a little biased. I, I, I mean, obviously, it was a bad foul, it was a hard foul, it was a flagrant. I didn't think it was that bad. I didn't think it was malicious or dirty. I think if his name wasn't Grayson Allen, if his name's Pat Connaughton, nobody's talking about this. But I mean, if it is no. Grayson Allen. So that's that's problem one. Problem two is he actually broke his wrist. So that that doesn't help. Um, what was I going to say? I had something really. Oh, would you have guessed that that was Grayson Allen's first career NBA flagrant foul? No. I saw that on Twitter. I was astonished by that. But I guess most of his dirty stuff was actually at Duke. But that's still Grayson Allen. That's pretty crazy. Wow. I thought he tripped somebody in the NBA too. He probably did, but they probably didn't call him for a foul. It got him after the fact to look at the footage, but 
<laughs> yeah, not not great. I saw uh, somebody else just got hurt like yesterday for the Bulls. I don't even know who. Well, I think Derek Jones. Got, yeah, uh, he's out six to eight weeks too. I guess it's just one of those years. It's it seems to happen every once in a while where a team just has bad injury luck all year. So hopefully they get that fixed. At this point, I don't know if Patrick Williams is ever coming back. No, if he's, he's not. He to. mostly like he most likely won't come back this year. We had injuries last year too. Remember, Levine was hurt, and we were talking like, "Is he going to come back? Is he going to be healthy?" Mm-hmm. It, the Bulls get injured every year. It seems like. I think. I mean, like I said, I think I said this last week. If you're healthy by the playoffs, it doesn't really matter. But yeah, at this point, I don't even know if that's going to be possible to be healthy by the playoffs. A lot of people yeah. are injured right now in the NBA. It seems like. We play. We'll play this Bucks team again, and it should be a chippy game. So. Tune in. Yeah, and uh, I think like I mean, the Nets, KD's out. Harden's pissed off at Kyrie. <laughs> Kyrie only plays away games. That team's a mess. Um, <laughs> what a clown! <laughs> he's it's so stupid. Um, and Ben Simmons is just who knows what's going on who with cares? that guy. They're, they're just better off without him too. He's, That's the... he's not that good. I, no, he, he's not good been. at all. You can't have a guy be your point guard, be your primary ball handler, and not even look at the basket outside the paint. It's just not It's not going to win games in the playoffs. In fact, it'll lose you games in the playoffs, and that's exactly what happened last year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then the Bucks lost to the uh, fast-rising um, Cleveland Cavaliers last night. What do you guys think about the Cavaliers? I know they got a couple of good guards. I know Darius Garland's been really good. Evan Mobley is probably the rookie of the year. Mm-hmm. And Jared Allen too. So they got two good, two pretty good big men, a couple of good guards. And I didn't realize Kevin Love was actually still in the NBA and still out there. So yeah. Mobley's I mean, I playing great. Good. I love Jared Allen. He's he's just a beast. Get blocks people, gets rebounds, and Garland's playing really well this year too. I just thought I'd mention mention them. Everyone keeps talking about how they're. On the rise. So. Interesting stuff going on in the NBA. LeBron's crazy. John Morant's very good. Um, Andrew Wiggins is starting for the West in the All-Star game. Uh, I knew he was having a good year, but I didn't expect All-Star starter-worthy year. Um, but I mean, probably a fan vote. Oh, two players also voted for Ben Simmons for the All-Star game. That was- ben Simmons and some other guy, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, Ben Simmons and one other. Yeah, who's the Who's the second guy? Yeah, the I, first guy was Ben Simmons himself. <laughs> Get that? Somebody's got to go uncover. Actually, that. that's a fun uh, you could, an article I read a couple of years ago. Like the list of uh, all star players to get one vote in the from the players. So it's just a list of all the people who voted for themselves, and there's some pretty funny names on there. I gotta see if you find that. Send that to me. I'd love to see. Yeah, that. I'll have to look for that. That's cool. Interesting. All right, any other thoughts on uh, Bulls, guys, or NBA? Nothing on the NBA, really. All right. Blackhawks had a big win last night. We'll just, I'm literally going to say a few sentences about them. Strom had his first career hat trick. I think they scored like eight goals, and it looked like they were going to lose twice. Um, yeah, it was still like bottom of the division. So Blackhawks are still uh, just moving along. Um and, and now the MLB, it, we're still locked out. I heard they made progress this week. They had the vote for the Hall of Fame. Um, Big Poppy got in. 
Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens and Kurt Schilling, both all three, did not get in on their 10th year of eligibility, so they're off the ballot. Um, just thoughts on that, guys? I disagree. That's something we could talk. I mean, you could probably spend a full show talking about what a joke uh, the baseball writers are. Yeah. It's, these guys are all dinosaurs, too. I, I imagine the average age of these guys. When I picture the writers, I'm, I'm thinking of like an 85-year-old man. I picture like I Peter Gammons. You know Peter Gammons? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Guy's a t- yeah. I, I don't understand how you can be the best player in the history of the league and be in a, have a clear Hall of Fame resume before you even take steroids or alleged to have taken steroids. I mean, you've shared this. I think you tweeted it out. There's a list. There's a bunch of lists you can look up online of just absurd Barry Bonds stats. It, it, it It's just so much better than everybody else. It's just disgraceful yeah. that the writers can't get over it and just move on. It's so stupid. There's, a, there's like the ballot and they rate the players on different. There's like likability like personability and like interaction with the media yeah he was not nice to the media and they can't get over it they exactly. held that grudge there's no problem voting for big poppy who had a alleged positive steroid test that's fine as long as he talked he was nice sweet with the media it's just so transparent and i i, I don't know i mean it's 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 a shame is what yeah. it is it's it's so stupid yeah they can't get over these guys not being friendly to them in the locker room and giving him quotes. Like you're going to hold this guy out of the hall of fame because he wasn't like friendly to you. That's crazy. Yeah. James, what do you think? Yeah, it's bullshit. I mean, it's all I've been seeing on my TV since uh, it came out, but damn, I didn't realize uh, that after 10 years they get removed. So that's why it's a huge deal. That's why it's being really talked about. They have like one more shot with like the, baseball players association or like the players of today or yesteryear or something um so they have another shot but you never know and but the Barry Bonds stats they're just out of this world take a look at them it's fantastic like it's like there's never been a better hitter or stolen base guy he's he, he is the only member of the 500 home runs and 500 steals club and he's also the only member of the 400 home runs and 400 steals club. I got to look at these. I haven't seen them. It's insane. Like he walked, I think he had like 150 uh, intentional walks in like one season. Holy fuck. It's, it's crazy. Please, everyone, everyone should look up Barry Bond stats. It's that's like once a game. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I, I think it was 150, ma'am. Maybe oh, it's a good I'm video, off. actually. That reminds me. There's a video on YouTube. It's every Barry Bonds at bat, like the 2002 World Series. It's just incredible to watch. <laughs> I think it, like, through the first two games, he was like two of three with two home runs and six walks. It's, like, it has to be seen to be believed. You'll never see anybody like that again. Never. Yeah. I'm, I guess the younger writers, I think there was like 35 new writer or 36 new writers that were on the ballot or able to vote this year and 35 of them out of the 30 like six voted for Barry Bonds or Schillings and uh Roger Clemens so like all the young people are voting them in and now they're off the ballot and all the old writers are like nope not gonna happen so 
It's stupid. And Roger Clemens, like, yeah, he probably took steroids. Barry Bonds, most he pretty much did. We all know. Um, but, like, Roger Clemens had the most Cy Youngs of any player ever. So, I think seven. So, it's if you're looking at statistics only, I guess they're the best. But you also have to factor in. They did take steroids, but A Rod might get in in five, like five years too. He might. Was um was Schilling the one with the bloody sack? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good uh, memory. But Schilling was, Schilling, won a World Series with the Diamondbacks and the Red Sox. Yeah, and Red Sox. It's a killer. Well, I wish I was on the ballot. I wish Owen was on the ballot, James. Got to get you I'd on the vote, ballot. I'd vote for him. Yeah. We're all, like, common sense, actually know who good baseball players are. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can see, I know talent when I see it. Yeah. Well, in the uh, upcoming months, we'll debate if uh, any other kickers or punters will get into the NFL Hall of Fame. Still, Ray Guy is the only punter to ever get in the Hall of Fame. So. Robbie Gold. Robbie, Robbie Gold, Gold, for sure. First ballot. Definitely. Definitely. Put him in. Yeah. Adam Venetary, get him in. Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. All right, guys. 57 minutes on the podcast. We apologize, listeners. Hopefully you liked our show and our uh, Sam's dumb rambling at times. But uh, hopefully you liked it. Any other final words, guys? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I hope you guys liked it. Great show. We got our guys. Now we just got to stack some W's. So go Bears. Bear down. Bear down. Owen, (laughs) good luck. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I got. (laughs) Keep Uh, that up. Until next time, everybody, thank you for listening to the Windy City Wire podcast. My name's Sam, here with James and Owen. Um, We'd love to have Owen back full-time on the show. It's, It's our first invitation to Owen in public so on your great sports knowledge guy we've always had you as good we've all three of us been great friends for so long we'd love to have you on the show i'll hold you to that sam i'll hold you to that all right that seems like a yes to me and we're very happy about that all right for another episode of the windy city wire podcast thanks for joining us have a great night Same old